Season 2, Episode 139a, Sitting on the Mount of Olives, Jesus foretells of the destruction of the temple, signs of the close of the age, and the abomination of desolation. It is Tuesday afternoon, right before Wednesday evening. Part 12, uh, Tuesday afternoon to Thursday night of the Passion Week. Okay, part 12 is uh, 14 uh, episodes. The first episode, I've lengthened to eight episodes because 139A through H because uh, there's just a lot of information to cover and I want to, I don't have that many, uh, that much space on the podcast to include the, the text. So I like to do that. Uh, based on A.T. Robertson's A Harmony of the Gospels for Students' Life of Christ, uh, we're going to cover uh, Mark chapter 13, verses 1 through 23. Based on A.T. Robertson's A Harmony of the Gospels for Students' Life of Christ, copyright 1922, and C.I. Schofield's Reference Bible, copyright 1909, and Schofield uses the King James Version, copyright 1611. Rick Meyer's eSword free Bible study app for PCs, also available for iPhone and Androids. BibleHub.com uh, is a commentary I've used quite a bit. Uh, I also just use Google searches because what I'm using, what I'm looking for is verses, not somebody's, you know, president of a seminary that wrote a book. I don't really care. What I want is scripture. That's that's admissible in the court of uh, of the Lord, uh, the Word of God, not somebody's comments on the Word of God. Now, of course, I comment on the Word of God. A. T. Robertson does. We all do. But it's up to you to to make sure that what you're listening to is is accurate. Uh, the BibleProject.com videos and in introducing each book of the Bible. I like those if I was teaching a book of the Bible or when I do, I would play those over and over again. Uh, just They're all less than 10 minutes usually. And it's just a great way to get to who, what, where, when, and why of any book you're teaching. Okay, we're in Jerusalem. We're in the Mount of Olives, starting with episode 139. He's sitting in the Mount of Olives. It's Tuesday afternoon. And then with episode 140, we begin, uh, it's after sunset. So we've got then uh, Wednesday uh, up until Thursday, the evening of, the beginning of Thursday. All right. Uh, part 12 is called In the Shadows because he left the temple and he knew that he really enraged them with his uh, uh scribes, Pharisees, and hypocrites uh, over and over and again. And uh, they he doesn't have very long to live. It's Tuesday of the Passion Week, Tuesday evening, Tuesday afternoon. So he's got Wednesday, Thursday, and then Good Friday comes in about, begins in about 48 hours. Um, all right, uh, part 12, In the Shadows with Jesus, episode 139 to 152. Uh, part 12 uh, of 14 parts, uh, Tuesday afternoon, uh, Thursday night to Thursday night of the Passion Week, uh, Mount of Olives, Jerusalem. Uh, we're going to look at three different 
accounts here by Jesus. Jesus foretells of the destruction of the temple, the signs of the close of the age, and the abomination of the desolation on Tuesday afternoon as the sun is about to set on Tuesday. All right, um, Revelation 6, 9, and 10. And when he had opened the fifth seal, this is in heaven near the tribulation. It was a, a vision seen by the Apostle John, recorded in the book of Revelation in AD 90, about 2,000 years ago. Um, and when he had opened the fifth seal, when Jesus had opened the fifth seal, he was the only one found worthy to open the seals. I, John, saw under the altar the souls of them that were slain for the word of God and for the testimony which they held, and they cried with a loud voice. And what they say really tells who they are and when this is being said. How long, O Lord, holy and true, dost thou not judge and avenge our blood on them that dwell on the earth? Who, this is somebody in heaven who was on the earth rec recently in the context of this verse and he, that were wrongly slaughtered, the 144,000. Another prophecy of this time period, uh, Daniel 13, uh, which goes back to the Babylonian captivity. I, Daniel, saw in the night visions, and behold, one like the Son of Man came with the clouds of heaven. I think this is a description of the second coming. And came to the Ancient of Days. God is on the earth at that time. I think the Battle of Armageddon is taking place or about to take place. And, and they brought him, the Son of Man, Jesus' favorite name for himself, near before him, the Ancient of Days, God the Father. Galatians 3, 7, Know ye therefore that they which are of faith, the same are the children of Abraham. So spiritually you're a child of Abraham if you've trusted Christ as your Savior. If you put a little bit of faith in Jesus Christ, like I put a little bit of faith when I jumped the first time out of an airplane, very little faith, really thought I was going to die, thought there was a good chance of it, therefore it's told me you know, I would, it was stupid to jump out of a perfectly good airplane, but I had enough faith to get out the door, and I was the first guy out the door, so I had to stand in the door for a while. And I got to, I didn't have, we weren't running out the door. I don't know, I never, I only jumped first time. I only jumped seven times, but I was always the first guy out the door. And the same are the children of Abraham. All right, the abomination of desolation, which is in the next chapter. We're in chapter 23, next chapter, chapter 24, verses 21 through 22. For then shall be great tribulation after the abomination of desolation, uh, which is the Antichrist offering sacrifices in the temple he just rebuilt, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, nor, no, nor ever shall be. So this is the worst tribulation, the worst uh, plagues, the worst everything that's ever been. And except those days be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. I don't think anyone, saved or lost, would be survived the tribulation if God didn't come back when he did. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Elect are those that have trusted Christ as their Savior. Those are the ones it pleased God to save them that believe, those that believe. So my recommendation to you is believe. Just talk to God. Ask and it shall be given you. I don't. A lot of people won't pray that prayer if they're not believing, even a little bit. But 2 Peter 1 uh, chapter 1, verses 16, Paul, or Peter talks about those that have 
written the word of God. For we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesties. In, in, in the Gospels, you have an eyewitness account. If it wasn't an apostle, it was uh, Matthew or, or Luke, which were young men at the time that all this happened, probably contemporaries of Stephen. Anyway, um, but the Word of God is an eyewitness account, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, another prophecy, Zechariah 9.9, Rejoice greatly. This is the, the triumphal entry uh, that happened 2,000 years ago, Palm Sunday. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion, Israel. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem, Israel. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just. And having salvation lowly, and riding upon a donkey, and upon the colt, the foal of a donkey. All right, so we're going to take a look at Mark chapter 13, verses 1 through 23. And we're going to look at the, the destruction of Christ, talking about the destruction of the temple in uh, verses 1 and 2. And uh, then he's going to talk about signs of the close of this age. And then he's going to talk about the abomination of desolation all on Tuesday afternoon uh, sitting in the Mount of Olives across the Kidron Valley from the temple. And as he went out of the temple, so this is as he's leaving, and they could look back and see the, the temple. One of the disciples saith unto Jesus, Master, see what manner of stones and what buildings are here. Uh, isn't it beautiful? What do you have to say about that, Lord? doesn't say which disciple it was. And Jesus answered and said unto him that asked the question, uh, what manner of buildings these are? Have you seen them? Jesus says, Seest thou these great buildings? There shall not be one stone left upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now we're going to the signs of the close of the age uh, verses Mark chapter 13 3 through 13 and as he Jesus sat on the Mount of Olives so that he's entered into the Mount of Olives now over against the temple and Peter James John and Andrew those four were present at, at his baptism uh, they were the first four disciples and they're brothers, by the way. James and John are brothers, and Peter and Andrew are brothers. Asking him privately. These are the... Well, Peter, James, and John are the inner three. Andrew goes back pretty far. Asked him privately, Tell us what shall these things be, and what shall be the sign when these things shall be fulfilled? Tell us about the destruction of the temple, etc. And Jesus answered them again to began, and Jesus answering them began to say, Take heed lest any man deceive you. I think this is pointed directly at the, the believers of the tribulation. Take heed lest any man deceive you. When is Christ going to talk about this? He's done he's only got you know about forty eight hours left on the earth and there's no more Bible written um, except what was written in the New Testament. Take heed lest any man deceive you. 
For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. So these are false Christs, like the Antichrist and others, I guess, of that future time. Verse 7, And when ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, be not troubled, for such things must needs be, but the end shall not be yet. For nation shall rise up against nation, verse 8, for nation shall rise up against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be earthquakes in diverse places, and there shall be famines and troubles. There, These are the beginning of sorrows. But take heed to yourselves that they shall deliver, but take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to councils, and in the synagogues ye shall be beaten. And ye shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. And the gospel must first be published in all nations. To me, this is like the big red flag right here of when are these going to happen. And, and you know what I do when I, when I finish a podcast, what I'm going to hopefully do in a few minutes here? I'm going to publish it. The gospel of the grace of God. Believe, ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. But you gotta, you got to initiate the salvation process, if you will, if it is a process. I think you're born again the moment you put faith, the grain of a mustard seed, in the Messiah. The gospel must be first be published among all nations. I've, I'm in all, I'm on six. I'm the only continent I've not been listened to on is, is uh, Antarctica. I'm, I've been published in uh, 38 countries. Uh, my podcast is only in English. But, uh, and the Gospels must be first be published among all nations. I just I see this like no other time in my life. Verse 11, But when they shall lead you to deliver you up, this is the 144,000 and other believers of the tribulation, but when they shall lead you and deliver you up to take no thought before what ye shall speak, neither do ye premeditate. But whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye. For it is not you that speak, but the Holy Ghost. Verse 12. Now the brother, now the brother shall betray the brother to death during the tribulation. And father the son... And children shall rise up against parents and shall cause them to be put to death. The first death. Verse 13. And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that shall endure unto the end shall be saved. This is talking about surviving the tribulation, which God is going to help them do by coming back early. Because no flesh would survive, saved or lost in my opinion. Okay, here we have the Christ teaching on the abomination of desolation. The great tribulation of the second half of the tribulation. And we're going to take a look at Mark 13, 14 through 23. Verse 14, Mark chapter 13, verse 14. But when ye shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing where it ought not, that would be the Antichrist in the temple, offering sacrifices 
Let him that readeth understand. Then let them that be in Judea flee for the mountains. Leave Judea at the at the abomination of, at the three and a half year mark of the of the tribulation. At the abomination of when the Antichrist offers sacrifices in the temple he's just rebuilt. Run for your lives. And let him that is on the housetop go down not go down into the house. Just jump off the roof and run. Neither enter therein to the house, nor take anything out of his house. Don't pack a bag. Just run for your life. Verse 16. And let him that is in the field not turn back again for to take up his garment. Uh, if you took off your coat to work in the field, just leave it. Verse 17. But woe unto them that are with child. And to them that give suck in those days. I think the first one would be... Well, anyway. I've always thought it was like maybe pregnant with a child and those that have a, an infant. Verse 18. I was thinking parents too. You know, parents are going to... Men are going to run with their children as well. So anyway. But, but pray ye that your flight be not in the winter. Because you're not going to go back and pick up your coat. You're not going to pack a bag. For in those days shall be affliction, such as was not from the beginning of creation. Called the Great Tribulation. Which God created unto this time, neither shall be. Verse 20. And except that the Lord had shortened those days, no flesh should be saved, but for the elect's sake whom he hath chosen, and he chose those that believe, he hath, it pleased God to choose them that believe, he hath shortened those days. He comes back early. Verse 21. And then, if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or lo, he is there, believe him not. I mean, people are going to be looking for Christ's return like crazy. But I think when he does come, it will be uh, unmistakable. For false Christs and false prophets shall rise and shall show signs and wonders and seduce, if it were possible, the elect. Even believers are going to be fooled by these lying wonders that the Antichrist does. Verse 23, last verse in this episode. But take heed, behold, I have foretold you all things. Next episode, episode uh, 139b, uh, all of episode 139 is, is sitting on the Mount of Olives Tuesday afternoon before sunset, which would be the beginning of the next day, uh, Wednesday, begins with the sunset on what we would call Tuesday, or they'd call Tuesday afternoon. Anyway, uh, see episode 40 beginning with uh, beginning of Jewish Wednesday uh, when the sun sets. So the next episode after we get through the eight episodes I have of 39, episode 140 will be uh, after sunset on in the Garden of uh, the Mount of Olives. Uh, and in episode B, we're going to look at the coming of the Son of Man. And uh, uh, 13, 24 through 27, and the lesson of the fig tree, 
which we've already talked about, but he's going to revisit that, uh, 13, uh, 28 through 37. I will say adios to God, and via con Dios, go with God.